Mike Golick Jr. Now it seems like everyone's got their oars and is rowing in the same direction in Green Bay, and that's a dangerous thing. Breaking down everything happening on the gridiron. Using a tenth of the creativity that colleges do, I think makes a more exciting brand of football. And other important topics. You were afforded a great deal more of what the peanut butter is inside that thing when you rock with the holiday shapes, and then you just get that little coating of chocolate that kind of sends you down the path of flavor town. It's Gojo on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. excited to talk to Mike Golick Jr. every Tuesday at this time. Uh, Go Joe, I want to start here because I know you are a connoisseur of sandwiches. When you make yourself a sandwich, how do you cut that sandwich? Uh, I usually cut that thing. So if we're looking at a sandwich as a normal square, I'm cutting it to make two rectangles, essentially, as opposed to like the diagonal triangle. Wait, you're cutting it down the middle? Like a heathen? Yeah, that's honestly, well, and honestly, that's if I cut it at all. Like, in general, it's one of those things. If I'm making a sandwich for myself, I'm probably just going to eat the thing whole. Like, I, I don't feel the need to dress up my plate in that way for myself. I appreciate that effort when it comes from a sandwich shop when my mom used to make me sandwiches as a kid. I do not offer myself that same grace. Okay, the second one, Mike, we had a discussion last week on when big guys go into the commode, like myself, like yourself, and Tausch agreed with me, when we go in to do our business, it's best if you remove all the clothing from the lower level. And I said, Gojo's got to be on board with this. True? So so I just want to be clear <laughs> of what I'm, I'm walking into here now. You're saying it's not enough to just drop pants yes. down to the ankles. You've got to remove them entirely, even if you're in a public setting. That's, uh, that's where we're going with this? If it's clean, yeah. I mean, most places have a hook. Wait, 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 wait. All right, hold on, hold on. I, all right, I've really got to get my bearings now. So are you telling me? You fully remove your pants and put them on the hook inside a public rest. Like if we were in the Detroit airport, you're in the McNamara terminal, and you go in there, you would take off your pants and put them on the hook inside here. So, Mike, right before this break, Ashton, for whatever reason, at the top of the hour went from a four-minute break to a two-minute break, and I knew that, and I had I ran to the to the bathroom Took them off, put them on the hook, did my biz, and I was back here in two minutes. Absolutely. All right, so full disclosure, I have never done that, and now I want to. Because, wow, does that seem like an incredible flex to walk through life with. Especially because I assume you're still, are you still wearing your shoes at that point here? How does oh, that yeah, 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 work? absolutely. <laughs> like, I don't understand, Mike, I don't understand the sitting on the pot. Like, why don't why don't what people do you, just wait until you have to go? So, bada boom, bada bing, you're in and out. Oh, listen, that much I agree to. Like, I like to treat every bathroom experience kind of like I, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the movie Armageddon, an American classic, but they keep showing on the screen as the meteor is going closer and closer towards Earth. They've got that zero barrier where if Harry Stamper and the crew don't blow that thing up with a nuke and split it in half, it's going to hit Earth and wipe us all out. They called it the zero barrier. That is how I like to treat my run-up to the bathroom. Like 
I need it to be so I am absolutely walking in there at the last possible second before this thing goes rogue. I'm with you. So what you're so even in the comfort of your own home, you just go down to the you, you don't remove the pants completely, right, Gojo? Uh, you know what I like to do is I like to take and, and this is just kind of a freedom of movement thing. I like to take one pant, one leg out of the pants entirely. That's so I would a- put them down around my ankles and then remove one just so I've got a little more freedom of movement. Some of my pants maybe skew a little bit tighter. That's a personal decision I have to reckon with. And so I like to get that one leg out so all of a sudden I can really, you know, get myself comfortably positioned <laughs> to do the work. What are you guys doing when you're on the on the safe size as Chewy and Gojo? What are you guys doing that you have to do this? You need all this room. Just sit down, do your business, and get up and go. I don't have to take my pants right. off. Well, all right, again. Try listen, it. Have you ever tried eat, it? No. You're not eating enough big boy meals if you <laughs> don't have to sit there and brace. It makes the wipe that much better. Oh, man, does it ever. I mean, I wish I could pay rent, or I wish I could charge rent for my wife. I'd have a couple more houses for the length of time she sits on the pot. I'm like, what? I mean, oh, if, it, if your leg falls will, asleep on the t- on the toilet, Gojo, then, I will say, then the person's I will say got that. a problem. Well, no, I see, I will say this, because, and I go back to this pretty often here, where... I understand what you're saying. I do like to take this up till the edge. That being said, if I've got time, Eric Cartman on South Park was once quoted as stating toilet time is the last bastion of American freedom, and I actually abide by that. I get a lot of great reading done in there because it forces me to sit still. It's actually in its own way a form of very smelly meditation when you think about it. Like It gives you a space to be calm at peace, and then get some great thoughts out of the way. And that's kind of where some of my best thinking gets done. Then why don't, why don't we invent a toilet that's more comfortable, some armrests, if we're going to spend more time in there? I mean, the seat, remember the old seat that, that, that had, like, cushions under them, but they would crack and pinch your butt that your parents would have? No? Am I alone? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. I had that, I had that at my grandmother's house. It was an exquisite experience, minus you know, when the crack started and things like that. I will say in, in to that regard, too, I think as Americans, we miss out largely on two things. One is making heated toilet seats the accepted norm across the board here. I think that's oh, way that, number one. Yeah. Number two, Number two, though, I think we need more bidet action because I feel like that's the other part of the experience that we're missing out on is everything that comes with the way our friends over in Europe decide to clean up after the D is done. I'm on board. See? Gabe's kind of speechless. Well, no, I mean... Gabe, this is how athletes... Well, I'm not (laughs) disparaging you as an athlete, you know. (laughs) But this is how big athletes think, you know. Just a small little pleasure in life would be... Evolve, the toilet well, evolving. Speaking of being an athlete, Gojo, uh, as we talk with Mike Gulick Jr., <laughs> do it every year, every Tuesday. Uh, you tweeted out a picture of yourself um, a few days ago. You've got the baby blue cutoff T-shirt. You've got the baby blue uh, shorts on, and you are standing on a tennis court. Uh, you provided no context to this picture on Twitter, but I am now asking you to provide context as to why you are, are just kind of standing around holding the tennis racket with an elbow pad on? Uh, well, likely because I was getting it in out there on the tennis court. Like back in the day when lateral movement and dynamic movement were still things I cared about doing, I like to change it up every once in a while. The thing I'm, I'm most 
disappointed in in this picture isn't the you know elbow sleeve, which again a staple of the offensive line community for those of us that wanted to go out there and try and show that we've been doing this for a while and thus our elbows need a little extra help. It's the length of the shorts. Like I just forgot what a different time the early two thousands were. <laughs> I look like a Denver Nuggets wannabe player with the amount of baby blue and yellow there, like the mellow era Nuggets. And I, the thing I still can't figure out, guys, is I've got a long like hose coming out of my pocket and i can't tell did i put like a camel pack in my pocket in the middle of this tennis match how was that okay what did i have in my pockets here so i can't offer you much more context other than one i used to be a pretty decent tennis player solid serve usually got it off on the first try not to brag but definitely to brag and number two i really miss my hair from this picture that's the other thing that comes back it's it's good flow like, oh, there's no, flow. there is yeah. no denying that there's good flow in that picture. But if you want, I mean, if you want to see the epitome of the long shorts era, you need to look up TJ Ford Milwaukee Bucks pictures, my friend. Oh yes, yes. No, I'm I'm familiar with the picture because a lot of people sent it to me after I put this picture <laughs> up here. So I, it's one of those things. I'm not in that weight class, but like many awards, it is an honor just to be nominated. Uh, Mike, Alabama losing. What does that mean? Uh, they overrated. Is this a blip on the radar screen? Is the gap not that big between Alabama, Georgia, and everyone else? What, what does it mean? Uh, the gap's not that big between Alabama and Georgia. I think the gap still on a consistent basis is probably there with most other teams. Like We're sitting here with Iowa at number two, and they deserve it based on where we're at now. But if anyone else watched that Iowa-Penn State game and looked and said that's the second-best team in the country, we watch football in a different way. Uh, And Iowa's defense, absolutely in that conversation. Iowa's offense, that's tough to watch. So I I think all things considered, Alabama's still on a track where they can make this thing. And if they do what they're going to have to do, beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, if things keep going the way they're going – you're going to get both of those teams in because if Georgia keeps this going until that point, they're not going to be left out of this. So I think that's still open for, for these two teams. But I think the most exciting development for me in all this is Cincinnati sitting there at three. Like Cincinnati is a group of five team, has done everything we've ever asked the G5 to do in order to get involved in the dance. And so we are going to get the truest test of will this system actually reward a team like Cincinnati for going out there. Oh, man. Did we lose him? Uh, it appears that uh, we've lost connection with Mike Golick Jr. Just in the, as he was in the middle of giving actual serious sports takes. People were probably sitting there for 10 minutes asked, wondering why we were talking about pooping and taking off your pants while pooping for that long. And then we finally got to a college football question, and out he goes. I I agree with everything he says, I just, I just think this playoff is going to be very stale. I mean, if it's going to be say Georgia, Alabama, Iowa, and Cincinnati, why play the JV game, right? Let's just get to Alabama, I mean, we Georgia. Kinda, we kind of thought the same thing last year, right? And Ohio State beat Clemson. Ah, that's different, Gabe. Ohio State's a powerhouse. I understand. Clemson's a powerhouse, you know. And I love Iowa. Iowa is great, but watching that offense is is a little painful. Coach, when somebody starts a sentence with, I love this thing, 
You know the butt is coming immediately after that, right? Like a freight train. And we're all doing that right now, <laughs> frantically having the Iowa conversation. Because I've seen a lot of very upset Iowa fans who don't feel like they're getting the respect they deserve. Like, Iowa is comfortably in the class of teams that we have seen a lot lately in college football. Like, hell, like Notre Dame, we've been in that class where you do, like, one or two things really well. And then you're going to go up against the teams in the next weight class that do a lot of things really well, that do most things really well, and probably do one or two things at an elite level the rest of college football can't touch. And there's no crime in being in that level before, but for Iowa to go out, and again, they'll keep winning the way they are. That is going to work for them. It's going to work well. Ohio State is quietly getting right back in this thing. And if you're asking me to look down this stretch of season, Ohio State's going to have to beat Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State in this stretch of games. We'll learn a lot before then. And Iowa's going to be sitting there in the Big Ten West waiting for whoever comes out of that. And if it's Ohio State, it is once again going to be the problem we have seen for years in the Big Ten. Ohio State's going to roll up to that party with different athletes than, than Iowa has on the field, and I don't think that's going to work out well for them, regardless of how great that defense is. Before we let you go, Gojo, who do you trust in the NFL? Like, I've been trying to figure out who's good in the NFL, and I've given up on that, so I think I'm going to come down to who do I trust in the NFL. Yeah, right now in the NFL, if you're asking me to trust, after this weekend, I trust the Buffalo Bills. I know Kansas City's not a great team, but... Buffalo has dispatched every team in front of them and made them look as inferior as the score indicates. So I trust Buffalo. I trust uh, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers with everything in me. I think that was a big boy win for them this weekend. But I still trust the Browns on the other side. That was a game somebody had to lose. Both those teams stared each other in the eye and really didn't blink for a large portion of that game. I trust the Cowboys. I trust the Packers. I trust the Bucks. I trust the Rams, and I trust the Cardinals. I think that is probably the list of teams that top to bottom I know aren't going to embarrass me in public more often than not. Gojo, we certainly appreciate the time and look forward to hearing you this afternoon over on 540 ESPN here in Milwaukee starting at 2 o'clock Central. Thanks, guys. I'm going to head to the bathroom.